नमस्ते एवरीवन एंड वेलकम टू अ ब्रांड न्यू एपिसोड ऑफ द पूर्णयोग पॉडकास्ट आई होप यू ऑल आर डूइंग वेल वेल द लास्ट फ्यू वीक्स हैव बीन वंडरफुल इनरिचिंग व्हेन वी लॉन्च्ड द सेवन डे ब्रेथ वर्क एंड मेडिटेशन प्रोग्राम कॉल्ड प्रेजेंस ऑन इंस्टाग्राम एंड इट रिसीव्ड सच अ स्वीट लव फ्रॉम योर साइड सो मेनी पीपल प्रैक्टिसिंग मूविंग थ्रू trying to make meditation a part of their daily routine we moved together for 14 days two rotations of every practice and then being selected in the first 200 content creators for the linkedin creator accelerator program i'm so absolutely grateful for these opportunities and hence this episode comes a little uh you know after a gap but again better late than never really isn't it well pune yoga came into being to share the age old wisdom of holistic yoga in a way that it could be made accessible and relevant to everyone living in the modern material world and one of the biggest concerns of our world today is stress management And so in today's episode we shall be talking about the common situations that induce stress at work how to identify that you are stressed out and few simple things that you could avoid so that the stress doesn't build up in a way that it becomes harmful to your being So let's start by you know getting some facts right and I have these in front of me They said 80 to 85% of people who walk into a doctor's clinic are suffering from a condition which is related to stress. Now if I think about it, BP, diabetes, chronic pain and aches, sinus, lack of sleep, thyroid concerns, hair fall, loss of appetite, I mean all of these things are really conditions which are primarily caused by stress. 2020 was a record year for feeling stressed at work of course due to the pandemic the closing of the global borders and the job cuts that followed unfortunately in the medical world stress is not considered to be an illness and hence there is no straightforward remedy for it prolonged exposure to occupational stress is recognized as an influencer of disease onset it also contributes majorly to progression of a disease and it's also expedites mortality and frankly we don't need any study to know that most of the people today are undergoing some form or the other of occupational stress in the last few years every time i have asked a friend or people i know around as to how is work going most of the time the answers In fact, up to 80 to 90% of the times the answer has been oh, work is so stressful the schedule is all over the place that I am not able to manage the workload that there is too much on my plate I am drained out I have no life during the weekdays and by the weekend it just takes me 2 days to even come back to my normal self but it's also important to understand here that not all stress is bad good stress or you stress is the type of stress you feel when you're excited this is the type of stress that we experience when we move through something new something challenging without it being threatening for us 
This kind of stress keeps us feeling alive and excited about life. Now bad stress can be converted into good stress when we change our perspective towards it. So we could see a bad stress trigger as a challenge or as an opportunity to grow and learn and rather than looking at it as a threat to our being. And then the challenge can become exciting rather than putting us in the fight, fright and flight mode which causes stress. All right, so there is no denying that there is stress. Let's identify a few of the key stress-causing situations at work. And I did this interesting uh, sort of poll on LinkedIn on this as well. So highlighting a few of them here. The first fear and the most common fear and most understandable fear of all is the fear of getting laid off. This becomes a major stress trigger, especially during an economic crisis or changed order of the world, like during the pandemic. This could be a constant stress trigger for a lot of people, especially during organizational restructuring and change in management. Another trigger for stress is when there are a lot of expectations from you, but without you having a clear definition of your role. This stress arises when you don't have a clear role definition and find yourself responsible for many different things that may or may not lead towards a common goal. Or may or they may they are just too much for a single person to manage. This also impacts your perception of your achievements as they would tend to be things that you might have done in isolation and as a result they may not have resulted in any significant outcome or impact. For example, you might be responsible for recruitments and suddenly you might be asked to manage the internal communication as well. The target group changes from hiring new employees or newly hired employees to people at different stages in their career and the organization. And you also move towards communication, which is a totally different skill set. Another stri- trigger at off at your workplace is increased workload due to being understaffed. A whole bunch of people find themselves in the situation at some point or the other. Someone in the team was sacked or he or she put his or her papers and then their workload came on you. You thought it was a stopgap arrangement which continued for several months then and in those months your stress built. Your own work suffered due to diversion of your time. And by the time the situation was rectified or a new person was hired, you had already manifested the stress. And it would continue to go on for you for a while because you would maybe be lacking behind in your KRAs, in your goals for your own role due to the additional responsibility. So the next one is something that came out really strongly in the poll that I did and a lot of people said that this was a stress trigger for them. This is the pressure to give your 100% all the time. This pressure is sometimes external but a lot of times self-imposed too. And this is just impossible to match up to. You typically find the stress very high in sales and creative fields where you're constantly driven to give numbers or content one after the other. 
and this stress really stands out from the fact that it is not possible to have the exact same 100% every day we are different on every single day our 100% every day is different there's one more point that really came out in the poll as well and also while I spoke to a few people around is the lack of autonomy to drive the goals being micromanaged and no decision making power can be immensely stressful for a lot of employees especially because this creates bottlenecks and delays due to external dependency it also leads to a lot of people feeling like corporate puppets and lead to feeling extremely demotivated Well some of you might be surprised that I have no mention of the B word. Well, I mean the boss word in all of this. Well that is because the boss often embodies one or more of the above reasons. And we will touch upon that when we come to you know talking about things that we could do to manage stress at work. But before we start going on managing stress, how do you know you're stressed? here are some of the telltale signs of being stressed number 1 would be dwindling interest in your work or not wanting to show up at work when your monday seems more daunting and depressing no interest in really getting out of the bed and starting your day feeling easily distracted at your work or looking for distractions at work is another you know sign of being stressed feeling anxious and irritable at the smallest of the things taking your irritability out at and your anger out at your colleagues and subordinates feeling frustrated easily and then feeling this worry inside of you in your mind but without really have a con- having a concrete reason for that worry that disrupted sleep pattern is another important important sign of being stressed Lack of sleep also causes stress and stress causes lack of sleep too so it's a vicious circle carrying your work worries to bed is a sign of workplace stress building up you might also experience waking up several times during the day during the night with a sweat or with an anxious mind one more sign is using alcohol or drugs as coping mechanisms feeling the need to hang out after office every day to get some drinks or other drugs to loosen up and de-stress is a sign that you are unable to take the pressure and are looking for ways to escape it apart from that fatigue headaches tightness of muscles around the shoulders and the back or frequent bouts of indigestion are also signs of st- stress another s- l- symptom that i would really want to talk about a sign that i would talk about is social withdrawal you are not wanting to meet your friends or colleagues that you like to hang out with earlier not wanting to spend time with family having nothing to talk about and feeling the need to just move into a shell and just to be there without interactions with other is another sign of stress all right but we but don't we hear everyone saying that work is crazy and everyone seems to be talking about how stressful it is 
does that mean that you know there is no way to manage the stress and we should accept it that if we are working we are going to be stressed otherwise we are not doing anything significant i personally believe that we all have had a role to play in this because we accept it this baseless detrimental belief so easily that's become a sign of our you know value or our capability as an employee as well as as an employer we keep repeating to ourselves and to others how busy we are how stressful life is and how many things we have to do that it becomes our only truth we get so caught up in this ourselves that it adds to our state of operating from being stressed all the time we are to be blamed for this also because today to say oh my work is fantastic and i get to you know have free time to explore my hobbies be in the nature read a book work out most of the days is labeled as someone who isn't doing much or who's almost leaving a retired life and it's just so sad in itself to believe that the only reason we are on this planet especially between monday to friday is to go to work and have more work than we can manage and be stressed about it can you imagine how that sounds doesn't that sound like having no life why is then everyone so averse of just being rather than forever doing well so here are a few steps to find some being time in all of this doing time stress occurs when we try and control things that are beyond our control and in every situation there are things that we can control and there are things that we cannot control when feeling overwhelmed in a situation bring your focus and efforts towards things that you can control and direct your energies towards that take your focus off things that you can't control and this will really give you a sense of you know being in that situation in a way that you can put in your right effort towards the right thing cultivate positivity and gratitude take your attention towards all the things you cherish and appreciate about your work the mind has a natural negative bias and when we allow it to dwell there it just feeds and attracts the negative it feeds and attracts the negativity causing things and adding on to the stress when we focus on the good we have a solid positive base to build from and the rest is only seen as places and opportunities to grow we cherish what we have and that releases the feel good hormones and it reduces stress and enables us to be in a state of well-being now this is not going to happen on its own it requires you to practice this consciously making your gratitude list consciously getting up in the morning before you go to work thinking about the good things at work are just few small steps that you can do setting boundaries to minimize interruption is another big thing that you can do when it comes to reducing stress at work we live in a world of distractions a little discipline and time management can enable us to cut through these distractions Assign time of the day to answer emails. 
a fine time of the day for making calls and doing your meetings a fine time of the day for brainstorming with team or just sitting independently to ideate a fine time of the day to casually chat or grab coffee with team members or colleagues and keep it casual it doesn't have to be work related rather it's better if it's not work related because you connect on a different level a fine time of the day to connect with your seniors or boss and this could be once in two or three days too and make sure you let others know about your setting boundaries or your following this if you are always accessible for everything non urgent you're bound to feel scattered and that builds stress take 2 or 5 minutes break every 60 to 90 minutes to stretch walk drink water take some deep breaths and this is a great great way to de-stress and improve productivity and then of course eat right sleep well get moving cut out on processed foods sugar irritated drinks too much caffeine and alcohol with erratic eating patterns and time incorporate more fruits and protein in your diet you need sleep and to have good sleeping routine is important in maintaining your overall well-being now you can work effectively when you can't work effectively when you don't give yourself time to restore trust me no groggy person ever did well for himself or for others around them so i have a podcast that is really a beautiful exercise to get you into deep conscious relaxation and then enabling you to get into a good night's sleep i'm going to link it down in in the description get some exercise because your body benefits immensely from movement and which in turn releases those happy hormones that improve the mental and emotional well-being too walking yoga swimming a few of the practices that are accessible to everyone but if there's something else some other form of fitness that works better for you please go ahead and do it in a manner which is safe and sustainable don't do something too extreme that you're only going to do it for a few months and then you know not do it try and build a sustainable workout if i may say so or work in schedule for yourself review yourself with loving kindness at the end of every month take out some time to reflect upon all the things you got done or initiated in the month and then derive from there things you would like to build on in the coming month and things you would do differently remember no self bashing only learning and moving forward from there self confidence is key to combat stress that builds when we spend too much time seeking external validation and the key to building self confidence is to take up practices that enable you to reflect upon yourself constructively to identify your strengths and your areas of improvement having a coach or a mentor you can offer who can offer you non-critical non-judgmental perspective can be a huge huge asset in your growth and that's a beautiful place to start and once you get into the habit of reflection you could then take up practices to do it on your own 
communicate rather than making assumptions not everyone is here to create a challenge for us and people have their own reasons to behave the way or do things the way they do it if you really want to make something happen and you feel the resistance from someone else go and speak to them with an intention of finding a solution together get into the crux of the problem don't assume that the person doesn't want to do it without knowing the reason and create the whole narrative in your mind and then get stressed about about it try to take a few calls during the day especially the long ones walking this way you'll get some movement if you need if you're someone who sits on the desk for really long periods also make sure to stretch and move your spine in all four directions that's upward forward backward sideward and into a twist to keep it healthy and supple you won't believe the kind of energetic flow that you find when you move your spine in all of these directions leave your work in office or if you're working from home set time period for office work make time at least 3 or 4 times a week to get your body moving Don't engage in work calls, emails, etc. Post the working hours. Take time to unwind by reading a book, spending time with family, taking a long shower, listening to music, eating your food peacefully or watching something. Also see that you don't carry your phone to your bed so there is no distraction in your sleep. Conscious relaxation leading to sleep is one of the most beneficial things you can do for yourself and that's going to make a world of a difference to how you deal with your stress. Wake up and spend some time with yourself and consciously set the tone for your day. Visualize your day and then move towards it with your intentions set. This helps you to feel more prepared for anything that is coming your way during the day and you feel more empowered as well. I'll be launching a 5-day, 5-minute meditation program on LinkedIn starting 6th of June that you can really access to set the right tone for your day so that you come from a place of being empowered, focused and grateful and approach your day in that way. Now I'll tell you a few things that I've always done when I was working in the corporate world or even later on with my ventures and I continue to do them today as well to relieve myself on any stress that might be building up. Deep breaths are a savior. So as soon as I sit down at my workplace to start my work, as I open my laptop, I try and take 3 deep long breaths, inhaling through the nose and exhaling through the mouth. Really cleanses my mind off, takes you know the stress off the mind, eases me out to be able to then put my day together. I always have a to-do list. I always tick mark my to-do list on things that are done. I also did an entire uh, series of videos on making an effective to-do list which I will also link down here and that's been very very effective for me apart from then that even when i move into a meeting just before stepping in i do take two or three good deep breaths so that helps me clear my mind off and also keeps me open and receptive towards taking in the information that's been coming my way by meeting those people that i am 
post the meeting again i take these deep breaths conscious breaths so that if there's anything that has manifested as stress as a new target or you know something that i would feel is challenging to the extent of feeling like threatening or unclear at this point is sort of eased out and i'm able to approach and look at what's in front of me objectively so these are just few of the tips things that i do uh, in my day to day life awareness towards stress is really the first step of combating it and we do realize that there are always going to be situations at work that are going to be beyond our control what we can control is us remaining objective in those situations and supporting this with communication and habits that help us see challenges as opportunities rather than life and death situations our work life is just a part of our life and it does not define who we are as humans it is an important part of our sense of confidence what but we must not allow it to become an obstacle in our well-being I hope this episode gave you points to think about and implement in your life. As always, I love to hear from you. You can write to me at purniyogconnect@gmail.com or leave me a DM on any of the social media handles mentioned below. Much love to all of you. Thank you for listening. Namaste.